Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. I think you just take it day by day. You know, you get in there tomorrow and you see sort of, hey, where is, where is Heinrich at, you know, physically? Um, Heinrich's gift is that he's a dual threat player. And so if he doesn't have the ability to run and cut and do all those things, then, you know, that limits, you know, kind of what he can do. You know, Chuba is getting back to being healthy. And so it was good to see him. It's good to see him have an opportunity to go play. Um, so I think we just kind of get out there. You know, we have to get out back tomorrow and just take it day by day. And I hope that when we get to Tuesday, what we don't want to do is be, you know, waffling back and forth. We want to have somebody, you know, get the main reps, have someone else get the second best reps and kind of go from there. But I, I, I would be lying to you if I told you I knew who that was going to be right now. Wrapping up hour number one here on Heard at Sports Radio, AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers here with me as well. In just a few minutes, we're going to talk to our friend Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald. But before we do that, I want to tell you about our friends over at Dingman's Collision Center. Uh, they've got four great Omaha area locations, locally owned and operated They've been first place best of Omaha for 18 years running. That's because they invest in two major things, the latest technology so that they can work on any make and model, and they invest back in the community with their give back program. Every car repaired equals money going back to the community with that give back program. Make sure you go to dingmans.com to check out more of their services and about their give back program. Uh, wanted to touch on a little bit of that clip there by Matt Rule as he kind of discussed the quarterback situation moving forward. I actually think we're going to see a very similar situation to what we did with Jeff Sims after the uh, second game of the season against Colorado where an injury gave Heinrich Harburg an opportunity to play a couple, or more than a couple games, but a couple series at the end of Colorado, and then he turned into the starter after that. I think we might see that here with Chubba Purdy and Heinrich Harburg as well. I think the coaching staff may use this as an opportunity to say, hey, unless your legs are 100%, you're really not bringing what we need to to the table, which is fair when talking about Heinrich Harburg because if you're relying on his arm, we saw it two weeks ago when he threw it 28 times, you're in a bad way if you're asking that dude to throw the ball a ton. So... I think they may use it as an opportunity to say, Chubba Purdy, this is your shot. We're going to have you first team reps this week. We're going to prepare you, and we're going to see what you have because they know what Heinrich Harburg has at this point. They may be able to coach him up and help him out in the offseason. In the offseason, right? They're not okay. changing. <laughs> in the offseason. Uh, I saw the look on your face. In the offseason, right? Because they're not changing the motion now. They're not going to fix his inability to see the defense now. They're not going to – none of that's changing in season. you got two games left. You're, you're talking less than two weeks, right, because you got the short week on, on Thanksgiving with Iowa. None of that's changing before the end of the season. So maybe you see what you've got in Chubba Purdy for two games because, I mean, listen, it was one drive, but he looked the best of the three quarterbacks on Saturday, I thought. And 
frankly, he's the only one that doesn't abjectly terrify me when he throws the football. And I get that he threw an interception still. It looks like an actual person who knows how to throw a football, though, as opposed to someone, you know, it, not to be too mean to the other guys, but it looks like this is kind of their first time in a structured offense, right? It's, they're kind of like that kid on the playground that you're like, hey, man, that guy's got a killer arm. Let's bring him out on the football field. And the first time you throw him out there, like, yeah, he's still got the killer arm, but it doesn't look super great. He doesn't totally know what's happening. That's how the other guys look. I'm not saying Chubba's going to be better than that, but in the one drive that we saw him, he looked way less panicky. Yeah. I mean, I've, the, the, the thing that I've had a really, big hard, uh, a really hard time with Harburg with has been the last few weeks. I don't know if he's been banged up. But it sounds like he has been. But even when they call run plays for him, he kind of freezes. Like he, it kind of seems like he's trying. And I don't know if he's just thinking too much like they talked about. He looks like he's just processing things in real times and not particularly quickly, whereas earlier in the season he was just going, right? And maybe we're in the Chubba Purdy portion where, you know, like he doesn't know what he doesn't know, so he's just going at this point. You heard Rule talk about earlier where, you know, he pulled one that wasn't even a read. and <laughs> It's supposed to be right. a handoff, and he just ran. And, like, listen, you're going to probably have some of that, but I'm willing to take a chance on the unknown at this point because the known has been horrifying. Yeah, see, I don't know. It's hard for me because, you know, a lot of times you'd want the guy that had all the reps prior to leading up to things. Even if things were going wrong, he at least has the the game experience that you're looking for versus the one that just gets kind of plopped in there. Now, sometimes the guy that gets plopped in there works for a couple of games, so Mm -hmm. it could work out till the end of the season. But... And at this point, that's all you need because they just need one win. But as I look over the other side of the fence and I'm like, mm, do I go game experience or do I go over um, to the guy that's maybe fresh, provides a different look? It's, it's kind of like a point of no return. So, right? for me, so if you go with Harburg, it's like, okay, you, you know exactly what you're getting out of him. You know exactly what you're going to get out of Heinrich Harburg every game. You're probably going to get two, two turnovers in some way, shape, or form. Minimum. You're going to find a guy that can, two, two can, to four turnovers, can help you offensively get you to like 10 to 17 points, Maybe. right? Right, 10 to 17 points. I think that's safe to say with Heinrich Harburg. You, you'll, you won't, you'll cap at 17 hard cap right but, <laughs> but you're probably getting to around 10 points does Chubba Purdy offer you more than that 10 to 17 point gap yeah I don't know if he can throw the ball functionally he does like if he can throw the ball functionally, then the offense changes and then maybe Emmett Johnson gets more carries and it, it looks better because yeah. Johnson it should be getting the football more yeah so you could probably put up an offense that looks similar to the rest of the offenses across college football versus the total RPO or at least game the that offense that you wanted to run right I mean listen if you have the exact same game plan you did against let's say Michigan State that's the 28 pass game for Harburg I think you could feel more comfortable, I think. I really don't know because we haven't seen Chubba pretty much, right? I think you can feel if you're going to throw the ball 20, 25 times a game, I'm more comfortable with Chubba Purdy in that situation because the game experience for the other guys, listen, I understand experience matters, but part of why experience matters is when somebody isn't getting the job done, you can identify that. And neither of the other two guys, Sims and Harburg, haven't got the job done, right? I know Sims's opportunities after the first two games have been limited, but he's instantly shown on both of those that he still has the same problems we saw in the first two games. Harburg has had a pretty large eight-game sample size, 
of just not being good enough, after, especially after the two group of five opponents, which those are the two games he took care of the football, by the way. After that, he's had just as many turnover problems as Jeff Sims has. So you look at that and you say, okay, yeah, this guy has more experience, but if the experience is bad, how valuable actually is that? You know what I mean? Because we do that all the time. And, you know, that's fine. That's actually a, a good way to look at it, too. It's, it's never bad to, to, to change your mind at this point. Yeah. Right? And, and to be like, oh, we'll, we'll just give another guy a chance. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't go Chubba Purdy's sure. way. Because, in fact, I'd probably be more on the fence of I'd like to see what he offers because I know exactly what I've been getting. Yeah. And this can't be as bad as that. Especially if Harburg is not 100%. And you know how, you know how those ankles work. He's going to be 80% tops this week. It just That's just how it works. I've rolled my ankles a million times. Even the most minor ones take like two weeks to feel 100%. You might be able to go in a week, but if you have to run away from very well, fast. That's a huge piece of his game. It's the only piece of his game that I trust even a little bit. So, And, and that's... And that's why if you're gonna if you're gonna lean passing look with Harburg, you feel a lot more comfortable 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 <laughs> doing that with Purdy. If they have to lean passing look with Harburg, they're not going to a bowl game. Like full stop. You, I don't think you can win either of these two games if you have to lean into Harburg's passing ability. I just don't think it's there. Now it, it all goes back to the turnovers, though. 100%. It all goes back there. You can't have five turnovers and win a football game. No, you just can't. It's a miracle they got away with it for as long as they did to get to the point where they could win a bowl. You get can't to a bowl be game. down 14 in the turnover margin. You just can't no. and expect to have a winning season. Uh, I think I read this in Sam McEwen's story, and you know we'll get to him in the, in the upcoming segment, but Sam wrote that when Rule was 1-11 at Baylor, mm-hmm. that's when they were also minus 14 in the turnover margin. Mm-hmm. Now, could you call it progress because Nebraska isn't 1-11 and they are 5-5 five and five at this point? Sure, you can call sure. it prog- progress in a way. Especially after they started 0-2. I, I thought like a, a bad season might be on the horizon. But how many wins – we'll go back to war like we did it doing baseball. Wins above replacement, baby. How many wins above replacement does your defense offer you that Baylor's defense didn't offer sure. rule when he first got there? It, probably four. <laughs> probably, probably about four. Probably right? where we're at right now. <laughs> Sometimes you, you can just find ways to win games yeah. even when your offense is bad because your defense is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, real quick, we've, uh, before we get to Sam McEwen, we've been harping on a lot of the negative. I do want to point this out in something that I've been really impressed by. In the last two games, that's eight full quarters, Nebraska has been called for one penalty. One penalty in the last two games. So yeah, can as, we turn that into turnovers? I mean, let's, yes. If we could have one turnover in the last two games, I would be over the moon. And I'll even say, if they only have one turnover in the last two, two games, they're going 2-0. You know, I'll tell you this, too. And I, I'll throw this out to Nebraska. To Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I will shut my mouth. <laughs> I will let Shane punch me in the mouth <laughs> if Nebraska wins a turnover margin and loses a football game. I'll shut my mouth. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, don't I won't be critical anymore. I that would be awesome. I don't, I don't think you have to worry about that because if they win a turnover margin, they're definitely winning a football game. I, I just want them to break even, break even, and I think they'll win a football game. I that's, but I I guarantee if they only turn up one t- over one time in the last two games, they're going two and zero. I guarantee that. But I will. I wanted to give credit. The penalties were a huge problem earlier in the season. I get some of it's probably a little bit of luck, but they've obviously cleaned up a ton of that stuff so I do want to give kudos where they are due 
because uh, certainly we're going to be more critical throughout the show because there's a lot to be critical of. Well, I I'll tell you what, Nebraska tastes as good as my grape sparkling water over here. Which is not good. Not great. Uh, coming up next, you know who is great? Our friend Sam McEwen, Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald. He is coming up next on Herd at Sports Radio.